good afternoon, Bill. Uh, when you look at the Rams' defensive line, uh, specifically from a pass rush perspective, what stands out to you about the challenge of blocking them? Um, yeah, really good. Uh, got great inside power and quickness, and got great edge rush. Um, got a lot of lot of good players, a lot of guys that are hard to block. So yeah, they're good. Do a really good job. Wade always does. Excellent coach, and he does a you know, does a great job with with all those guys. They're they have a variety of players, and and they're all they're all curious what, what stands out to you specifically about Aaron Donald and his style of play. Everything. Pretty much unblockable. How, how rare has it been to, um, I don't know how much you've watched to this point, but to turn on the tape and to see him um, single blocked. I mean, is he pretty much double blocked almost every play that you've seen? Well, I mean, you, you got to block the other guys. I mean, you just the guys just run free into the backfield. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's plenty of times when you get single ball. Mm -hmm. uh, next question will be Mike Pachaglia. Thank you, Stacy. Afternoon, Bill. Hi. Um, third down uh, conversion the other day was a huge part of the, the victory, and I'm just curious to get your opinion on what you saw in film that made you guys so effective um, in that situation. Uh, really, just came down to some some great execution. Um, we had some long yardage situations that we converted. Um, missed some short yardage situations. So, but overall, the ones that we need to make at the end, fortunately, we made. We had good protection, and offensive line did a good job. Tom threw the ball well. We made some tough catches, uh, but just team execution. It's not not any one guy. We need everybody. Everybody's doing it. Uh, and, and if I could follow up, Bill, uh, is there a message here that uh, going into a game against a defense like the Rams um, that you obviously want to stay away from the third and long, even though you were very successful on that in, in uh, the overtime? Right. Well, we always want to stay away from third and long. So never a situation that we want to be in, but we have to be prepared for it. It's Obviously, going to come up at some point, and but we're not, we're not, we're not trying to be in that position. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. Next question is Rich Garvin. Bill, I'm just uh, wondering what you've seen. Um, obviously, there's a was a lot of uh, returning continuity on the offensive line, but what do you think from that unit that allowed them to? Uh, to evolve into renewed chemistry from the group as a whole? Uh, there's a lot of unselfish, hardworking guys in that group. And I think you see that every week when they when they compete. About um, their ability to adapt, uh, I guess, week to week. Um, I guess their fundamentals are the same, but they're like every other position, they probably have to do a little something differently. Yeah, absolutely. Every week's different. Every week's a new challenge uh, with different players and, and different schemes. So, but that's the way it is in the National Football League. Every every team's got good players, good coaches that work hard. 
and try to make it hard on you. It's very competitive. So those guys have their hands full every week. Um, but they, they come to work every day and, and continue to work work hard to get better. And, and they've done that over the course of the year, both individually and collectively as a unit. And just one one last thing with regard to the the, the offensive line group there. They, you know, across the board, they seem like they're a pretty pretty smart group. Uh, you know, at least academically from school and whatnot. And I'm just curious. They're they're also quiet for the most part. And um, do you, do you, how how do how do they go about some insight into how they go about maybe offering uh, suggestions or ideas, um, or do they just kind of take the coach and Scar gives them, and that's what it is. Well, of course, all the players try to execute the plays the way that that they've been presented. Um, but there's always an element of adjusting or uh, having to modify your technique or the way you're doing it based on um, a certain look or a, a way the player plays the play and how it unfolds after the snap. We have a, a pretty experienced group there, uh, so certainly the input that we get from them on, I mean, look, they want to block the guy. We want to block the guy. If they feel like they can do something a certain way and might be a little different than the way we've talked about, we'll take that into consideration. And, you know, a lot of times go with what they think because, they, they look, they want the same thing as we do as long as it's sound and it fits with everything else that we're doing. Great. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Next question will be Byron Barnett, followed by Coleman. Uh, hey, good afternoon, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Um, could you could you give me your reaction to the reports of the laser pointing pointer shining into Tom Brady's face during Sunday's game? Yeah, right now we're really focused on getting ready for the Rams, so that's that's what I'm working on. Do you? Did it affect any of the plays at all? Working on the Rams. Okay. All right. Um, you're um, you're the second oldest coach in the in the league. You're going up against the the uh, youngest coach in the league. Uh, a lot of folks uh, seem to think you're going to have an advantage. What are your thoughts about uh, facing this um, this new coach? Um, I have a ton of respect for Sean. Um, I think he's done a great job in, in the two years he's been with the Rams. His teams have performed on an extremely high level. They're very consistent. They're well coached. Uh, he has a great scheme. The players execute it uh, on a consistent basis at a very high level. Um, he's got a great coaching staff, offense, defense, special teams. They're good in every area. Um, Coach Fossil, Coach Phillips, great staff. Uh, Coach Fish, you know, I know is also an important part of that staff. So, Coaching, the playing, the consistency. Uh, Coach McVay has done a done a tremendous job out there. Um, he's got a got a great team, and they're going to be very hard to very hard to beat. Um, but we're going to compete against them and do the best that we can to be ready to go a week from Sunday. Um, but they, I think he's done an outstanding job, and I have a ton of respect for way his teams play and how well they play and, and what he's accomplished out there and in his entire career, but as a head coach in the last two years. 
finally, uh, last question. Um, your first Super Bowl uh, back in 2002 win came against the St. Louis Rams, and here, here you are again nearly 20 years later facing the Los Angeles Rams. Does that have any symbolic uh, significance or meaning to you at all? Yeah, I'm not really worried about what happened 5, 10, 20 years ago trying to get ready for this team. Uh, I don't think a lot of relevance in any of those games. Okay, thank you. Good luck. Uh, next question is Ben Volan, followed by Kyle Hightower. Hi, Bill. I wanted to ask you um, a couple questions about Sean McVay and the offense he runs. Uh, I know he cut his teeth in the NFL uh, with Mike and Kyle Shanahan, Jay Gruden. Uh, is the offense they run in L.A. similar to uh, those styles of offense that you kind of learned under? Yeah, probably a good question to ask Sean. Um, not exactly sure what all the influences are and so forth. I mean, I know they, what so, but I don't, you know, I, I think that's really a better question for him than me. I know what they do. And they do it very well. They do a lot of things. Um, they're a very difficult offense to stop. You know, how much is it like some other offense or not? I mean, I don't know. Uh, um, they they use this similar personnel on most of their plays. They don't do a ton of substituting. Uh, so what makes them so effective, even though they're not switching things up too much? Well, they switch things up a lot. They just do it with the same players. That, that's that's what makes them so good is they everybody can do everything. Uh, play action seems to be a big part of their offense as well. Yeah, they're very good at that. Again, they're good at everything. They're good at running the ball. They're good at play actions. They're good at screens. They're good on the D ball. They're good on the catch and run plays. And they're, they're good at everything. Uh, when you went to Washington for the um, joint practice in 2014, did you, did you meet Sean McVay at all then? Did you spend any time with him? Uh, no, yeah, we didn't spend much time together, no. Um, but then you executed the trade for Brandon Cook, so have you come to know him a, a little bit since he's become head coach? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, any, any? Well, you said it before, but uh, – uh, I'll leave your answer before then. I was going to ask, you know, your thoughts on Sean McVay, but you, you said it well before. We'll go to Kyle Hightower, uh, followed by Nora Pritziati. Good afternoon, Bill. Uh, according to the num, according to the numbers, uh, Super Bowl teams usually turn over about a third of their roster the next season. Um, haven't had to make those decisions. I'm curious if you think it's just the nature of the business and salary cap that you must say goodbye to good players that were parts of good teams. Wait a minute. So what does this have to do with the game now? No, you've just you just been in a situation where you've had to turn over your roster from a Super Bowl team the following season. I'm just curious if you how tough it is to to make those decisions. You know, um, you've just done that the year before. I mean, look, there's a lot of turnover in the National Football League on every on every team and every year. So it's the National Football League. Teams turn over a lot of players and a lot of coaches every single year on every single team. 
Thank you. And it looks like the last question, oh, uh, two more questions. Uh, Nora Princiati, followed by Tom Curran. Thanks, Stacey. Hi, Bill. Hi, Nora. Uh, I'm just wondering, particularly in a loud environment where you would have to go to a silent count, but in general, too, is it important to have a center whose snaps are very consistent and, you know, just every time he does it, Tom knows what to expect? And is that something that David is particularly good at? Um, yes, the answer to all those questions is yes. Um, <laughs> the communication between the center and the quarterback is um, critical. The confidence that the quarterback has in the center and the exchange and the cadence and everything is is a huge advantage uh, in terms of the execution of the play. Um, you can't take it for granted, but when you're thinking about that, then you're not thinking about other things that are pertinent to the play, and it just sets you behind in the play and and it leads to more problems. It, it just kind of snowballs into making everything a little bit more difficult. Um, so David's very good at um, not only that with the quarterback, but also because he's in the center of the line and can communicate with both sides of the line, um, he sets the table in terms of line calls and how the how the other four linemen uh, five in total are blocking uh, different fronts and um, different looks. And then, of course, after the ball snapped, that can all change in a hurry. And, again, when you're in the middle of it, uh, you, you know, you're involved in almost everything. So um, communication with the quarterback, communication with the teammates, execution of blocking patterns, run or pass, um, before and after the snap, uh, a lot, all that really falls onto the center's, uh, falls into his job description and uh, the ability to to handle those situations um, very quickly, very decisively, um, and still handle the ball cleanly because, as we know, there's nothing more important than possession of the football. And so to do all those things right and then to have a bad snap and, and to have, you know, turnovers because of the quarterback center exchange is, undoes you know a million good things are undone with one you know one mistake on the ball handling so it's you know it's a critical position and it's critical critical to the uh, functionality of the entire unit is that something you saw from david at georgia just that his cadence and, and just the physical way that he releases the ball when he snaps it is very consistent yeah with david's a good center play center his whole life so he played center in junior high, played center in high school, he played center in college, and he's playing center here. And I would say he's very comfortable in with all the things that come with that position. Um, can't imagine there's anything that he sees at this point in his career that he hasn't already seen um, multiple times, if not hundreds of times, um, in one way or another. And he's so he's very experience and he's very adept at handling variations of all the things that I just mentioned. So his, he's a lifetime, he's a career center, and he plays like it. Gotcha. Thank you. You're welcome. Last question will be Tom Curran. One second, my own mute. I just... Go ahead, Tom. Sorry hey, about no. that. Sorry about that. 
How you doing, Bill? Um, just a, a question on maybe the character or the makeup of the players that you have. Is their ability to be organized, mature, and compartmentalize things advantageous when the stakes get higher and you're playing a game of this, playing a game of this import? Just because of so many distractions that fly around and the way the game has, has changed, from not just the football game in terms of the way it's covered, et cetera. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm really following the whole question, Tom. Sorry. Sure. Well, try to be more brief. Is maturity and the ability to not get distracted by the hoopla a strength that you have seen featured in your players? Well, every player is different. Every team's different. And uh, as one of the questions was earlier asked about the makeup of the team, there's there are new there's there are new players, and usually new coaches, I would say, but certainly new players on every single team in the league every year. So, the chemistry and the um, interaction and communication between all the people, players, coaches, and other support people involved is, is different from year to year, and that has to be um, – foundation has to be laid, and, and it has to be um, accomplished every year, every season. So, yeah, maturity and decision-making and, and accountability and dependability on all – of course, all those things are important, but they all have to be – I would say they all have to be done every year hundreds and hundreds of times over and over again. And it doesn't matter whether you've done them before or whether you've never done them before. It, it really, it, I mean, it really doesn't matter because you have to, if you've done it before, you have to do it again. And if you haven't done it before, you have to prove that you can do it. Um, and then you have to repeatedly, you know, do it consistently and repeatedly over a sustained period of time. So, like, we're all faced with that challenge every day and every week. And certainly in this game, it'll be a big challenge because the Rams are, and they're they're a tough, disciplined, hard-nosed football team, and it'll take it'll take our best to compete with them. Okay, thank you. Thanks, coach. Thank you.